I'm back. What's going on out there, folks? This is your main man's Whitey's World. Tune in live on Anchor on What He Say Podcast. <laughs> yeah, I'm one of them fans at the bar who said I could do that GM job. Or oh, I sit back and I watch the journalists on TV and I'd be like, some of your objectivities are so freaking dumb. I'm that guy that sit around listening to Skip Bayless and the herd and some of the stuff that comes out of their mouth be awesome. Some of the stuff that they say, I disagree with. No, I can't do you guys' job. No, you can't come in my world and do my job. But one thing I do do, the same way you do, you watch games. You got the eye test going on. I know for sure I have the eye test going on when I look around at NFL, NBA, NBLB, hockey, whatever sport that I'm diving into. I try to keep an open mind for whatever's going on. But to sit and say like, oh, don't be that fan that's at the bar thinking that he can do my job. Or he can create a team as a GM. No. I'm the guy at the bar that does the same thing you do. Sit back and watch games and be like, what the hell is y'all doing out there on that field or that court? But because I don't have a journalist background, I don't know what I'm talking about when it comes to sports. You became a journalist because you couldn't play sports. You dove into sports journalists because, for one, here's the thing. Majority of people who become sports journalists is people that either once played a sport in peewee, grammar school, high school, a little bit of college, and didn't make it to the pros. So they dove to the other side and they wanted to become a journalist. And the reason why they wanted to become a journalist so they could give their objectivities and their insights on the games. It's the same thing of being a fan at the bar, eating no peanuts. Hey, I could build that team if I want to. I could be a Jerry Angelo. And Jerry Angelo's was terrible. I mean, don't shit at the guy at the bar because he has the same passion that you has. He's just not a journalist. Yeah, some of the stuff that comes out of our mouths is, as fans is, is, is highly stupid. No, we can't do what you do. No, we don't have the same connection that you does, you know, that you have. No, I don't have no connection. I don't have a team giving me info, telling me what's going on, what trade is going to happen, who's going to start, who's going to sit. I don't have none of that shit. Excuse my language. 
But yeah, this is my podcast. And I'm gonna say what the hell I want to say. It's no diss, no knock to nobody. It just as I sit and I watch these TV shows, it's like why shit on the fan? Why shit on us? Because we just as passionate as you are. And just because we're not in the same profession as you are, doesn't mean we need to be shitted on. So tonight kicks off the second week of football. We have the Baltimore Ravens going against the Cincinnati Bengals, Joe Mixon, A.J. Green, Crabtree. Like it's it's gonna be it's gonna be a good game. Divisional games always be uh, competitive, uh, but it's something about these Thursday night games that sometimes they could be a big dub. You know what I mean? Like, we wait all week from Sunday to Thursday. And then we get to the Thursday game. And then the Thursday games be crap. They don't be good. But I think this year's Thursday game, I believe they have a lot of good games coming on on Thursday nights. Because for a moment in time, fans, such as myself, was complaining about the Thursday night games being terrible. You know, we always... Got a terrible game going on. They give us like one good primetime game. And then the rest of the games, you got Tampa Bay against Arizona. We want to see that. You know. Uh, yeah, so I'm kind of glad that this year they're being more proactive with giving us primetime games, the good games, the good, the, the, uh, the good teams on Thursday nights instead of giving us Buffalo. I mean, don't nobody want to watch Buffalo. I know I don't. And tell you the truth right now, Buffalo is highly a mess, and I don't see how that coach still got a job. He should have got fired last year. But back to the game tonight. Joe Flacco against Andy Dalton. Joe Flacco is coming off a... Uh, a subpar year last year, and then Andy Dalton is just Andy Dalton. I'm sorry. I've never been real high on Andy Dalton. I mean, he's all right. It's no scrub, but never been high on him. But out of all people on the field who have something to prove now, it's Joe Flacco. Joe Flacco has a lot to prove, not only to his team, but to the NFL. He's one of those quarterbacks, just because he won an MVP, that he's just been coasting, man. Coasting. You know, because he got that one ring, and he beat my Patriots a few times in the playoffs. Don't nobody be on his back like they do an Eli or, or or some of these other quarterbacks that, that fails to make playoffs or end up get a team to a Super Bowl. Joe Flacco been coasting. Just coasting. Got his money, got paid. And he just been coasting since that Super Bowl, which I feel like San Francisco should have won. The Harbaugh Bowl, what they was calling it at that particular time. So tonight, and on this segment, I'm going to have, I'm going to call it, whatever you want to call it, but I'm going to call it P. 
pick them and shut up. So tonight, my pick is I'm going with the Baltimore Ravens. 27-17 over the Bengals. I see Flacco doing a two-touchdown, three-touchdown type game. He balled out last week. Andy Dalton had a good game last week against the Colts, but I was against the Colts' defense that ain't had a defense since Robert Mathis and them, I believe. Dwight Freeney, you know, and the boys. Since Peyton Manning. Yeah, so I'm going with Baltimore tonight. And now I'm going to give you my final thought. I've seen reports coming out on uh, John Gruden to basically throwing this quarterback under the bus. And um, see, I talked about this yesterday about John Gruden. You know, uh, stepped away from uh, the game for over 10 years. Had his uh, quarterback uh, show on ESPN. Uh, the Groom's Bus. Very awesome show. I, I used to like that. I used, I'm kind of mad Groom chose to go back to coaching. Uh, I mean, he was already making tons of money. And did y'all see Jason win on Monday night football? Oh, my gosh. No personality at all. I'm sorry. I like Jason Witten as a, as, a, as, a, as a player. But he, oh, man. Anyway, Jason Witten is terrible. That's just my opinion. I don't know what the rest of the world thinks, but that's why I have this. To state my opinion. Anyway, back to John Gruden. So John Gruden came out after the game and basically threw his quarterback under the bus. Basically threw his quarterback under the bus. Stating that they had wide open guys that the quarterback can't see. And he don't know why he didn't get the ball to the wide open man, but he has to do a better job of doing that. I thought you had the grooms the Gruden's bus. They called you a, a, a quarterback whisper. So what happened to, De- to to David Carr? What happened to the car? And you know, like I said, years back, David Carr, he got paid. He got paid. They made him at that time the highest paid quarterback in the league. And do so because he had a good year. Even though to me he was kind of injury prone to get paid like that right away. That's what I'm saying. We'd be too quick to want to hop in that brand new car. But John Gruden, since he's been there, it seems to me like he's rubbing everybody the wrong way. Why would you go on national TV at a presser and say that about your quarterback? I mean, I, I don't get it. Who is the face of that franchise? 
They don't have one. It's Gruden now. So, now think about this. You're not going to be able to make no, no, any type of other moves because you just paid your coach $100 million. So that ate up half your salary cap. And then you got a quarterback that's also making a significant amount of money that's taking up the other half of your salary cap. So now we're in between. You still got to pay Amari Cooper. So now you're in between. It's like, what do you do? Because regardless of whatever type of season Amari Cooper have, he's going to ask for some money. He's going to ask for some money. Now, the culture that John Gruden is trying to build, will Amari Cooper even want to stay? I don't think he's going to want to stay. I think he's going to do the same thing Khalil Mack did, do the little holdout, see what's out there, and the next person person that you're going to lose is Amari Cooper. Now, remember, folks, like I said yesterday, they're supposed to be moving to Vegas. And when you move to a city like Vegas, you're going to need a face. But it seems to me like your coach is trying to be the face of that franchise. Terrible. And I had to make that my final thought. I had to. Because, like I say, you hired an old coach who's trying to do things the old way, not trying to adjust. I'm not saying let's fall for the social media and, 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 you know, be hip, try to know what rap music and dance is out there. I get it. You've been away from the game too long. But the locker rooms are not the same as it was in the 90s, in the early 2000s. It's way different. It's way more egos. Everybody wants to get paid. Everybody wants to be the man. And the way these players feel is like, hell, I'm the one on the field putting in the hard work. Pay me. Make me the face of the franchise, not your coach. Your coach should not be the face of the franchise. And clearly since John Gruden been there, he been trying to be the face of the franchise. By getting rid of Khalil Mack. Now he's throwing his quarterback under the bus. They shipped off Martarius Bryant, but then they seen from that game that they played against the Rams, like, damn, Jordy Nelson ain't the same as he was in Green Bay. I'm going to have to bring Martavius Bryant back and sign him to a one-year deal. Sounds kind of dysfunctional already. Just keep your eyes. This thing could go south real quick if John Groom don't get it together. And what the hell do I know? I'm just a fan, right? I'm just a fan, right? <laughs> Boy. You guys tune in tomorrow, man. Same time, same place. I'm going to give y'all my weekend's pick. 
I'm going to let you guys know how I feel about the weekend's game. I'm going to get up out of here, man. Go give me something to eat. Deuces. Thank you for listening to Whitey's World. What He Say Podcast. Y'all be safe out there, folks. And one love.